1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Well, happy Friday out there, you San Diegans and beyond. What a fun Friday, fun day it is indeedy, because I am so enjoying the breaking news that happened today. Hey, who says that Fridays aren't a good news day? Woo! It's Woo! Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my boy, Julio. Speaking of boys, man, boy, did it just blow up in the face of the Democrats today. Thanks to Virginia Governor, Governor Northam. Governor Infanticide, oh man, we we got lots of stories to cover tonight, but this story is so delicious, it is so yummy, it's yummier than the donut that I had earlier before the show in honor of the founder of Tim Hortons, if you're not familiar with Tim Hortons, that is the, the genius of a fast food chain back east that offers as part of its uh, sandwich lunch meals a good donut on the side. And man, I really was just enjoying the sweetness and the of the deliciousness of this story. And you know what? I, I but I got to tell you, and I'm sure by now most of you have heard this story, but maybe not because honestly, I got to tell you, um, I'm not really seeing even in some what are con- considered to be traditional conservative outlets really uh, uh, enough on this topic. This should be what happened today should be on blast on loop doing talking about nothing but this story in spite of the great jobs report which i will mention later this story is so explosive for the democrat party that literally the republican party and everybody every elected official every conservative pundit every news outlet every host should be talking about this and nothing else but this for the next few uh few days we need to use this to break the backs of the Dems. Before I get into any of that, I want to hear from you, 888-344-1170. And um, here to take your calls on that is my man, who's also yummy and delicious. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. I have no idea what story you're talking about. I didn't, I didn't see anything on Facebook. I don't know one's talking about it. I mean, all my liberal friends they didn't post anything about this. Well, I can, I'm just not, I'm just, not surprised at all about they're, that. They're my still friend. talking about Smollett or whatever the guy's name is. Well, and 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 I got to tell you, I love the irony. On a day in which the left is spending all day every day trying to p- prop up Jesse Smollett and his fake story. He might have been beat up by somebody, but it clearly wasn't anybody shouting, this is MAGA country. Because if if he had any cooperation for that, which he said happened over the while he was on the phone with his business manager, he would not be resisting. He'd be handing over the phone with corroboration for that. So on a day in which the left, because we've had weeks, if not years, actually, before President Trump got elected and immediately after he got elected and since, especially immediately after he got elected, all we heard for 24-7 was how it was going to be nothing but hate crimes against minorities because of the racist President Trump and his and his supporters, and they have done everything they could in the past two years, and especially in the past month, to try to paint 
it, um, the MAGA hat, Trump supporters, conservatives, as nothing but a bunch of racist, homophobic bigots. And the truth of the matter is what happened today was that the Democrats' ugly, racist, nasty history reared its ugly head today, and it did so in the form of racist picks in the yearbook of none other than Governor Infanticide, Virginia Governor Northam himself. So this was a man to refresh your memory in case, in case you're not familiar with that story. Uh, his delegate tried to push forth a bill in Virginia that allowed for babies to be killed while the mother was in the middle of giving birth. So then he was asked about it in a radio interview in which then he tried to weasel and say, well, you know, yeah, basically after the baby's born, you know, if there was some kind of issue, the baby would be held, you know, made comfortable while the parents had a discussion about whether or not to kill it. Yeah, as James Wood said, you either have to believe that he misspoke or you have to believe that he was actually arguing for mass murder. Well... He was so, his comments, and yeah, everybody knew what he was advocating for was mass murder. So then, of course, people started doing what should have been done when he was running for governor and started doing a little opposition, opposition research on this man. And lo and behold, what did they find out? What they found, I think it was big league politics, by the way, uh, found out that um, in his Eastern Virginia mil- um, medical school yearbook, who knew medical schools had yearbooks? In his medical school yearbook, there were pictures of opposite. There's it was a two pages of a spread, which is I didn't even know medical schools had yearbooks, let alone this kind of a this kind of a spread. Uh, on one side, you got a picture of him, and then on the other side, there's a picture of two men, one in blackface and one in a KKK hood. Let that sink in a moment. And this was in 1984. This wasn't 1962. This was 1984. Now, I got to tell you, I'm not really surprised that this was going on in the 80s because I can remember in the 80s in Louisiana sitting at a red light and having KKK members in hoods still try to give me through the passenger window and my family their KKK paraphernalia. So the KKK was alive and well back in the 80s. And I'm thinking we might have somebody who was actually actively involved in the KKK, not just posting a picture of it. I'd like to know, I'd like somebody to do even a little bit more opposition research, a little bit further than just this picture. What other activities was he involved in in 1984? And oh, by the way, you've also got to ask yourself, why was this just uncovered now? Ed Gillespie, former RNC chair, was this guy's, was the Republican nominee, and he didn't find this? Every Republican running for every office that there is from from dog catcher gets an opposition research campaign, gets the kind of scrutiny you don't get in, in, in the proctologist exam. But the Republicans let this guy let this pass. So anyway, uh, he issues an apology and here's his apology. He says, I am deep. Initially, by the way, the Virginia Democrats said, well, when they were asked about it, he didn't make a statement initially. So the Virginia Democrats come out and say, well, if he was the one in the pictures in the black face or the hood, then we'll ask him to resign. Wait a second. You mean to tell me that if a Republican governor like like Bobby Jindal or Rick Scott or Rick or, or Ron DeSantis right now in Florida, if he had in a yearbook? Under his profile, anybody in blackface 
that they wouldn't have already yanked him out of office? It would be okay as long as it wasn't him in the blackface? That's ridiculous. So then he, then he comes forth and he says with, with, his, with his statement, this is Governor Northam. He says, I am deeply sorry for the decision I made to appear as I did in this photo. Not sorry for being in blackface or, or in a hood. I'm just sorry for the decision I made uh, to, to, be in this, to appear in the photo. This behavior is not in keeping with who I am and the values I have fought for throughout my career in the military, in medicine, and in public service. But I want to be clear. I understand how this decision shakes Virginians' faith in that commitment. Uh, he did not say if he was the man in blackface or in the Klan robes, not that it really matters. And it should not matter to anybody. He goes on to say, I recognize that it will take time and serious effort to heal the damage this conduct has caused. I am ready to do that important work. The first step is to offer my sincerest apology and to state my absolute commitment to living up to the expectations Virginians set for me when they elected me to be their governor. What a bunch of crap. And by the way, in terms of expectations, on the 91 the election, it was Kamala Harris who tweeted out that this proves that Virginia will not stand for racism and bigotry. Where's her statement tonight? Where is the outrage on the part of, I I actually want to hear from Jesse Smollett, in addition to Kamala Harris. And by the way, speaking of Jesse Smollett, John Cardillo pointed out that Jesse Smollett, the guy who, who had a rope around his blaming MAGA supporters for, you know, trying to put a rope around his neck or whatever, he coincidentally was in a picture with Kamala Harris. And how funny is this? See, this is all combined together, by the way. This is all part. Of, of what's going on here with the left. They are the party of racism. They are the party of bigotry. They are the party behind the KFK, the, the KKK. But in the meantime, to cover up their dirty past, they're pointing the finger at everybody else. Kamala Harris actually tried to, tried to pass some bill called some anti-lynching bill, that, and Jesse Smollett was in a picture with her. So, you know, um, I, I think Jesse Smollett today, he's probably particularly happy with this, this story of a Virginia governor because it's kind of taken a little bit of heat off of him. But what the Republican Party needs to do, my question for you guys is, what do you think the Republican Party should do in response to all of this? So far, all I've heard is, is the, Virgin, the head of the Virginia Republican Party is calling for him to resign. But I see Ken Cuccinelli on CNN. And he says, well, if he's proven that he's not fit to work as governor, um, then maybe he should resign. Are you kidding me? What would the Democrat Party be doing if this was a Republican? We know what they've done to innocent Republicans. We know what the Democrat Party has been doing this week with this hoaxer story against President Trump, what they did to Covington kids, teenagers in MAGA hats. Well, we had CNN contributors. We had Democrats all saying that, they, that, that teenagers should be punched in the face, that they looked punchable. We've had two and a half years of having Trump supporters and conservatives be called racist with no evidence whatsoever. And what this proves today is that it reminds everybody again that it is the Democrat Party the party of racists. I tell you what, remember Hillary's mentor, Bob Byrd, the former grand wizard of the KKK? He's probably looking down and smiling at his boy. And this is clearly his boy. Again, I don't know what other involvement he had with the KKK, but I'm thinking he's got a picture of, uh, uh, in his yearbook with somebody in a hood, and I want to know a little bit more about what Northam uh, was doing. You know what? I'm also curious, too, is what kind of med school would allow this to be published? 
Who was the publisher of this? I think there seriously should be a fa- The dopey Geraldo Rivera tweeted out this week that he thought President Trump should open up a federal investigation into the Jesse Smollett allegations. Well, you know what? That is ridiculous. There's no alle- nothing to corroborate that man's claims. Nothing on video. He won't hand over his phone. He's seen on videotape walking past a security guard without a scratch on him and a rope around his neck and doesn't say anything to the security guard. It's clear that that dude's uh, perpetrating some kind of hoax. Meanwhile, we see a a governor, a Democrat governor in a photo with a hood on. That's what really should be calling for a federal investigation. And I don't really understand why the Republican Party is not, I'm looking up at the me, the monitors in the station and I'm not seeing the outrage that, that I should be seeing. You think about what the Democrats did to Kavanaugh with yearbook pictures of him with beer. They were calling for his children to be removed. They, they said that that was, that was proof that the sexual and rape allegations, gang rape allegations against him because of pictures of him in a yearbook with beer. They said it was proof that the rape allegations against him were valid and that his children, children should be taken from his home. That's what the Democrats do to conservatives. Meanwhile, we see a Democrat governor with a hood on and the Republican Party uh, it, it is acting like there's no big story here. I don't know. I'm curious what you guys think. 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got to talk about this some more. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm the only one that thinks that this is like, you know, such a big story. I don't know. We'd love to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. This and more coming back from the break. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Larry Elder here. Folks, in our country, people are living in two different worlds. About half believe the Russian collusion narrative that most media organizations are pushing, while the real scandal is Spygate, where Obama administration officials actively colluded with the campaign of Hillary Clinton and foreign governments to affect the outcome of the 2016 presidential election. Half of all Americans don't know the truth. But you can help solve the division with the facts and details you read in the Epic Times newspaper, sharing them with friends and family. The Epic Times reports the true and untold 
old story of collusion in the Spygate scandal. And now they've also charted it out on a limited edition poster-sized wall chart that exposes every illegal relationship. It helps you explain the truth. You can get a copy free when you subscribe to the Epic Times for just $1 for the first month by logging on to trustednewspaper.com. That's trustednewspaper.com. Reporting the important news avoided by the other media. Trustednewspaper.com. That's trustednewspaper.com. 800 points in one day. The Dow dropped 800 points. You probably lost a lot of money. But what's really maddening is that it can happen on a whim. Wall Street is hypersensitive these days. Dennis Prager here. I've seen this before. But what I've come to learn from Bill Roth at WL Roth is there is a way to keep a good portion of a flourishing market while protecting your principal from any unexpected cliff dives. You don't have to lose your principal while others are losing their shirt you can wear a suit. How? Call Bill at W.L. Roth and ask him to explain their four-phase process. Call 858-673-7574. That's 858-673-7574. Or go to WLRothAssociates.com. W.L. Roth and Associates, your partner for success. 858-673-7574. Specializing in IRA, 401k conversion, revocable trust planning, and how to build a tax-free nest egg for retirement without risk. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temples steps, touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170 The Answer Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show It is Friday fun day and I gotta tell you I am just enjoying watching the Democrats try to spin what has happened in Virginia with this Governor Northam and I'm also loving uh, some of the tweets that I've seen about this. 888-344-1170 if you want to call in about that and other topics. I will have to move on from this in a few minutes because there is just so many uh, pieces of breaking news. But um, I think it was Ben Shapiro who said uh, that Northam, uh, Northam's being left comfortable while a discussion ensues. <laughs> that was actually, it's, that's kind of dark humor, um, but it's still funny because I, I don't know if you guys remember that when he was in this radio interview, Northam, and he was defending the bill that allows for children to be born during delivery and then uh, be aborted during delivery and actually after, he described a scenario in which the child is, you know, made comfortable while the parents make a decision uh, and have a discussion. And um, clearly, I think that that's what was going on this afternoon with the Democrat Party about this dude. Like how we go, uh, oh, um, let's try to keep him comfortable and how we, how are we going to figure out what, what we're going to do next year? I think the Republican Party really should be thinking about how they're going to respond to this. 
because I'm serious when I tell you that it has been two and a half years of the left fabricating, making up story after story after story, saying that that because Trump is a racist, which there's been no basis on that statement whatsoever. In fact, he got awards from the NAACP in New York City in his time there from none other than Jesse Jackson Jr. and Al Sharpton and others. They have still been propagating that lie to where we actually reported a story last night that some chef up in Northern California said, oh, the MAGA hats are such a representative of, they're so representative of hate and exclusion that people just get triggered from them. Well, you know what, what hat causes somebody to get triggered? The white KKK hood. Nobody should be triggered by a MAGA hat. There's nothing about that fabric. There's nothing about MAGA that had any, has any history. Anything historical, just like President Trump, there's no history of racism at all with him personally, professionally, his, as his time as a president. There's been no historical basis of that hat being used by any group, just like the Covington kids. So this is a bunch of crap. And I think, honestly, I would love to see President Trump talk about this in his State of the Union address next week. In fact, I would love to see him hold a press conference tonight. Where's the Republican Party tonight? I think they should be on the steps of the Capitol saying, you know what happened today, America? Let's remind everybody, while the Democrats have been propagating lie after lie after lie about President Trump, the conservatives, the phrase make America great again, the MAGA hat, while the left has been pushing out that false narrative, they've been doing it to cover up for the racism inherent in the Democrat Party as on display today by the Virginia governor. They are the party of racism, flat out. And I and I hope I I hope I'm hoping I'm going to see some action on that, because I got to tell you, as the evening goes on, I'm a little bit disappointed with the Republican Party not taking advantage of this. A, it would be smart political strategy, as we're going in into 2020. You know, the, you know, I was I was telling somebody before the show, the Republicans they they're crappy with messaging, they're crappy with with fighting. There's no excuse for why Ed Gillespie, who ran against this guy as governor, didn't find this if somebody else was able to find it so quickly. But I remember having somebody on my show, somebody who was partly responsible for why the state of California has gone from Republican to Democrat, pretty much destroyed the state, saying one time on my show, oh, there's an old saying in politics that when, you're, when your opponent is, you know, falling, you know, to his death or whatever, that you get out of the way. No, that's when you go full on Audie Murphy. That's when you go full out Ariel Sharon on them. And when they fall to the ground and they're writhing, you get out your bayonet. That's when you put them out. We have an opportunity here with this story. And in part, not only because it's good political strategy, but because it's the truth. It's the truth. It's, and it reminds me of the Mueller investigation, too, because what was, the, what was this Mueller investigation about? It's a cover-up. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna investigate President Trump for Russian collusion to cover up and, and try to find some crimes there in order to cover up crimes that were already committed that involved collusion with Russia. Uh, Matt Gates uh, said yesterday, I guess on Tucker Carlson, uh, that I thought Robert Mueller was supposed to be investigating Russian collusion. Now he's become a glorified hall monitor enforcing the provisions of lying to Congress. The problem is he is enforcing them unequally. So I am introducing the Justice for All Act. At first I saw that and I was like, good. And then I was like, what? Wait a second. We already have the Justice for All Act. It's called the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law. 
The problem is, is that we don't have a, uh, we don't have elected officials primarily, i.e. the Republican Party, who's in control of the Department of Justice right now. We don't have a Republican Party or elected officials or agents within the FBI and the DOJ who are willing to do their job and enforce it equally. There's no excuse whatsoever right now why Hillary Clinton, why her home wasn't raided and her and Bill taken out in cuffs. There was more reports came out yesterday with Nellie Orr, how she was doing opposition research for Fusion GPS on Don Jr. and other family members and then handing it in a thumb drive to her husband, Bruce Orr, who was a top official at the FBI. Why hasn't their home been raided yet? The unequal justice is going to be dealt with with some dopey justice for all act? Come on, man. That's ridiculous. Roger Stone, uh, the judge who threw Paul Manafort, illegally threw Paul Manafort, you know, in the hole when he hadn't even been convicted of anything yet, issued a a warning to Roger Stone today and told him that, you know, he needed to clam up that she was uh, considering a gag order, uh, which to me is denying him his free speech. He's he's supposed to, you know, she's saying that he's acting like he's on a press tour. Well, what do you think that the Mueller investigation has been doing with their media partners? They've been trying President Trump and Roger Stone and Paul Manafort and Don Jr. and all the rest in, in the court of public opinion. In fact, they've been using the media to then go and lie to the FISA courts. That's how, they, that's how they got the FISA warrants, by lying, using the media, in part, to lie. You, they planted stories with the media, then went to the FISA courts and, said, and used those stories that they planted themselves as though it was additional pieces of evidence. Well, one piece of evidence that they thought that they were going to get on Don Jr., one of, one of the ways that the left and their, and their partners in the media has been saying that there's the proof that Trump was colluding with Russia was this supposed meeting with Don Jr. in Trump Tower. And they were sure that President Trump, and there was going to be evidence to prove that President Trump was on the phone with Don Jr. about it and that he knew about it and he was a part of it. And Adam Schiff, Shifty Shift, has been talking about this. He just couldn't wait to get his hands on the evidence. Well, sure enough, the phone records prove that Don Jr. was not on the phone with President Trump. So how did Schiff respond? By saying that it's the Republicans' fault because he didn't have the, he didn't ha- that, that he was out there lying and propagating a lie that Don Jr. was on the phone with his dad, that he just didn't get the, he didn't get the evidence soon enough. It's crazy. Uh, here's some good news, though, before we go to break. Got to get well, more good news in addition to the yummy story that's come out today about Virginia Governor Northam. Uh, the jobs report came out today. And this is absolutely astounding because I actually had a friend of mine on Facebook who told me that, I can't remember exactly what he was saying, the thread went on for a long time, but he was basically saying that he was concerned about the, the effect on the stock market and the effect on the economy with the government shutdown. Well, how's this? At, in January, when we had, what, uh, about the entire month of January pretty much under shutdown, in spite of the shutdown, there were 304,000 new U.S. jobs created. 300,000 jobs in the month of January, which to me is extraordinary because, yeah, we had a shutdown going on. This was actually particularly at a time in which the stock market was a, a little nervous because there was all these reports and all this expectation the Fed was rising rates and people were getting nervous. This meant we were going to have a recession. 2019 was going to be a bad year. Well, you know what? It didn't stop the business owners from saying, you know what, I'm growing. My business is expanding, and therefore I need to hire more people. 
Here's what some analysts had to say. Although partly offset by a downward revision to the December gain, the 304,000 surge in non-farm payrolls proves further evidence that economic growth remains solid and that the government shutdown had little impact. Another analyst said that the overall trend shows strong job growth, faster wage growth, and increased participation in the the labor market. It's a strong statement against the threat of a downturn. And somebody else went on to say that overall today's report provides latitude for a patient-fed approach. So this is just outstanding great news. And again, the Republican Party is doing a terrible job of messaging because there's no excuse for why we've got these crazy Democrats out there on the out there on media. They're getting away with pushing that we need to have like a 90 percent tax. How is it that we have we have this kind of result from lowering taxation and easing of regulation that more Americans are, are at work today and have money in their pocket? But yeah, we got Americans thinking socialism is the way to go. It's because the Republican Party needs to get better at messaging. Well, this is absolutely phenomenal. I cannot wait until President Trump talks about this in the State of the Union Address next Tuesday. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue the conversation on the other side. It's Friday Funday. Later on the show, we got a special surprise guest for you guys, and we got this week's Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. Start the new year off right. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar Panel Systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376 or visit keeganelectricsolar.com. 
She had been needing more and more support in her home as the years went by. Lana needed a place for mom. We were working with nurses and social workers, and they recommended that we make this choice. I had a friend that was looking for a place for her mother. She had recommended Sun Garden Terrace. Lana visited Sun Garden Terrace, a charming assisted living and memory care community located in beautiful Lemon Grove. I think it was the friendliness and the people, but I also think it was the place itself. It's very comfortable to come in, and I look forward to just spending good times with her here. I think it's a really reasonable price. Most places are more expensive, and I like that there's little private places to just kind of relax and spend time together. It feels like home. And the food? My mom loves the food. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Schedule a private tour and delicious lunch. Click sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619-464-CARE. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988 at 4imprint. We make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Hope you're having a good Friday. I sure am, because I am just relishing, relishing the reality that was revealed today in terms of the Democrats and their racism. Of course, we got to see the, we see the hypocrisy in action. As the left twists themselves into a pretzel to try to defend this man, Kirsten Powers, fresh off of falsely accusing the Covington kids of using hand signals that were calling a classmate the N-word, was saying tonight that really the point of these discussions is to see if someone's changed. Yeah, the only people that they ever forgive for their racism are liberals. The rest of us are supposed to be paying for the, for the supposed sins of others, even though we're, when we're completely innocent. And when are we ever, when they tried to, y'all know I'm no fan of Mitt Romney's, but they tried to destroy him in 2012 over him giving somebody a wedgie in high school. That was supposed to destroy him forever. He had resumes of women in binders and said, I got binders full of women and that he was supposed to be destroyed. Kavanaugh is now considered a drunk because he drank beer in high school and shouldn't have his children, but they are doing everything they can to try to justify this governor Northam. Joining me now to talk about, uh, i got to shift gears, but before we, Bob Walters is, joins me now for his education segment. You know, he wrote a great book called Facing Reality in American Education. And before we talk about the latest education crazy, 
Bob's been around a long time. I got I got to get your feedback, Bob, on this. If if I know you also run a very successful business, not sure if you've heard the breaking news, but if you have, anything you want to say about this Governor Northam getting caught uh, with uh, a pic of himself or somebody in blackface in a in a KKK hood? Well, it just shows the ridiculous nature of, <laughs> of the liberal and how they how they treat any of us that don't match their their theme and their philosophy in life, and it's just. It's like this Christian university who blocked uh, Ben Shapiro from speaking uh, to their students. That's the largest uh, Christian university in the United States, and they won't let a conservative speaker come and speak because he might upset some of the students. Yeah, this is... You be kidding. Yeah, Yeah. what Bob's referring to is uh, Grand Canyon University. I've actually got a really old friend friend of mine who has a, a son there who's a freshman, and I know that she specifically picked this university because it is supposed to be a Christian-based university, which means that it's supposed to stand for Judeo-Christian principles and and traditions, and the understanding that it it actually prides itself on being uh, a school that's supposed to be about, um, uh, you know, a school that involves critical thinking around the community and academic discourse, and it's supposed to include things like lecture series and town halls to encourage asking questions and pursuing knowledge to avoid delusion and blind acceptance of ideas. Yeah, we're talking about Grand Canyon University. That's how they describe themselves, but then they go and they block, according to Young Americans for Freedom, they block Ben Shapiro, who is a conservative Jew who has done everything he can to fight for conservatism, to fight for Jews and Christians in this country, and a Christian, the largest Christian university in the, in the country, blocks him from speaking, Bob. I know. It's really pathetic. It's just like the research I did on this uh, recent strike of the school district teachers up in the L.A. schools, union teachers. And the, part of the big cult they had was against the charter schools. So I did a little research on what charter schools are like in California. I was a little shocked. All right. I found there's 1,250 of them in California with 600,000 students, and only six of them were for profit, and that's been they've been banned because of the law a couple of years ago. So they're, none of them are for profit. They're just for helping kids have a better place in life. And it just in the, even the L.A. school district, there are 50,000 kids waiting to be admitted to a charter school, but it's so full they can't have any more room. They they choose them by lottery, not by who's the smartest or whatever else, and it's mainly minority kids who are in these schools. Oh, see, so I was just going to ask you, I was just going to ask you, is the yeah. overcrowding in our schools because of the open borders affecting kids' ability to get in the charter schools? Correct. <laughs> and the charter schools, of course, are giving competition to the union teachers and the public schools, so they just they hate them and they want to get rid of them. But I tell you what I found out, I was surprised to find out that the cost per student in a charter school is cost the district $2,000 less per year than for the students in the public schools. Amazing. Well, why is that? Do you you think it's because of uh, the charter schools don't use uh, union teachers? Because they don't all use union teachers, correct? That's part of it. Plus, uh, (laughs) I was a little amazed to find out that the amount of retirement fees, because the teachers in the union district, they get 100% pay after 25 years for the rest of their life. Wow. And they get full medical even after age 65. They, they, don't, they don't get into Medicare. They, they paid full medical by the school district. Today, the benefits for retired teachers is higher than the entire salary for all the active teachers in the L.A. public schools. That's amazing. What? 
Yeah. And yet, yet all we hear it over and over and over again is that teachers are underpaid, which, by the way, most of them make a whole lot more money when you add in the fact that over the summer when they got the summer out, they all get second jobs. Yeah, Although they really don't need paid. to because what a lot of them are yeah. with what how much of them are making, many of them have the, have the opportunity to take three months off and, and go lay around on the beach. Um, this yeah, is it's... just it, it, this is just a, a, a ridiculous. And then. Um, but because the L.A. teachers strike, they got away with it. Then I guess there was another strike out in Pennsylvania somewhere where the teachers were like, well, look how great it worked for the L.A. teachers. So now we're going to yep. we're going to try that, you know, in Pennsylvania. And I, I, I forgot to ask you to follow up on that as well. You know, that what the left has done, it can't be emphasized enough. Uh, before I went to you, I was talking about the amazing economic jobs report that we had today. Three hundred and four thousand new non-farm jobs. Created, created yeah. in January, even during the shutdown. We have amazing growth in this country. Wages continuing to go up. And it's all based on lowering taxation and lowering regulations. Yet we still have the majority of Americans, particularly young Americans, that view socialism more favor- favorably than capitalism. And it's because the left has taken over our schools and they are indoctrinating kids into socialism. And it starts at kindergarten and it goes all the way up through college. And then now we even see, getting back to the to this uh, Christian, the story of blocking Ben Shapiro from Grand Canyon University, it's now we even see... Uh, this kind of thing playing out in, in Christian universities. Because yeah, it's, it's, pa- pathetic. It's, it's pathetic. It's scary, actually. <laughs> Part of the reason why Grand Canyon, come to find out they gave all these ridiculous excuses for why uh, they they wouldn't let Ben Shapiro speak, and it, what it ended up coming down to was DACA recipients. Yes. They didn't want to offend the DACA recipients, who were probably there in part because of taxpayers, and taxpayers paying the money. So, you know, the, it, it, it's all part of this big picture, picture puzzle for me, Bob. And the left has been really brilliant with this. They fight for open borders. They, you know, we, we had the shutdown in January. Trump reopened it because, you know, he said he wanted to get people paid and he knew the Democrats weren't going to play ball. They've, they've come out and said they're not going to give him any money. And he said today he's probably going to declare a national university, with a national emergency to get the wall built because he knows what the left has done with these open borders. And by hijacking our schools with unions and indoctrination, they are changing. They are changing the trajectory of this country and its culture. They really are. They are yeah. it's, it's scary. It's really scary because we're churning out uh, little worker bees, little socialist uh, uh, soldiers for their Marxist movement who then go on most of the time to these universities if they can get in because they're not getting a decent education. If they come out, they're coming out with these women's studies, whatever degrees that are worthless instead of getting jobs in trades where they could actually, you know, make a career for themselves. They got $200,000 in debt and they're and and they're by so they're broke. And then, and then they're because they're broke and they got a worthless degree and they've been they've been indoctrinated into socialism. Now they're voting for socialism, and it's just it's just it, it feeds on itself. It does. It's just, it's just so pathetic. I all we can do is just keep bringing the spotlight to what's going on and hope we can get a, a revolution of 
public thought about this and do something on it. Well, absolutely. And again, it all feeds together. We need people to uh, to get active, get involved, push back when it comes to the schools, run for, for school board, go to school board meetings and start pushing back. There was the rally up uh, last Friday, I believe it was, in Sacramento to push back against the California health framework that was indoctrinating children into transgenderism. We also need people to push back against Congress and get the wall built and to stop the open border flooding in, overcrowding our schools. Then we also need to um, to make sure that we put the pressure on the Republican Party to do something about all the illegals registered to vote with these motor voter programs because it's all ultimately it's part of one big plan that the Democrats have of destroying our nation. And God bless you for the work that you've done on this, Bob Walters. And the book is Facing Reality in American Education. Oh, by the way, Bob's going to be in CPAC. If y'all are going to be at CPAC, I'm going to be there broadcasting. Ed Martin's going to be there. So if you're going to be anywhere in the D.C. area at the end of February, be sure you register and come to CPAC. Thanks, Bob. Keep up the fight. Thank you, honey. All right. Now, we're going to take a break. we come back, we've got a very special surprise guest for you guys. And we've got a Friday Fun Day movie review for you. And then we've got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Don't go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County. AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Hugh Hewitt for TownHall.com. Our government has now introduced sanctions targeting Venezuela's oil industry as we up the pressure on the dictator Maduro to get out. We've turned off the oil as well as access to the money. We've called for military leaders to switch their allegiance to the man now recognized as Venezuela's legitimate head of state, Juan Guaido. And we've made it clear that any attempt to harm remaining U.S. diplomats in Venezuela will, in the words of National Security Advisor Ambassador John Bolton, quote, be met with a significant response. Bolton declined to comment on what that response would be, but he was carrying a yellow pad. And on that yellow pad was written, quote, 5,000 troops to Colombia. That's an Army combat brigade. Now, John Bolton does nothing by mistake. Ambassador Bolton is a friend of mine. I know John Bolton. I've worked with John Bolton. John Bolton is no Ben Rhodes. All options are on the table. Maduro's days in power are indeed numbered, thank God. I'm Hugh Hewitt. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. 
Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of The Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. That traditional three-legged retirement stool that we've talked about for years, that's pension plans, your personal savings, and Social Security benefits. Well, that particular retirement stool, just a little bit wobbly right now. The personal savings, however, often ends up being the weak link for people. And so this is where it really becomes important for you to understand your projected Social Security benefits, your retirement income, and the amount that you need to save to get the job done for you and your family. So if you need help with that, I invite you. Come on in and see me. I do meet with everybody personally, and I offer an absolutely free retirement planning consultation. All you have to do is call the office and schedule your visit. 800-727-PLAN. That is my office number here, 800-727-7526. You can also go to my website, theretirementprofessor.com. Money struggles are no fun. If you've got high interest credit card debt, 20, 25, 26%, along with your mortgage payments, Why not reduce the interest, get rid of the card payments, and save yourself some money? I just showed one client how to save herself $1,000 a month. How about student loan debt? I can help you pay that off through your home loan without the cash-out costs. What if you're retired with insufficient income but still making mortgage payments? I can fix that. With enough equity, I'll help you get rid of those mortgage payments once and for all. Call me, Ed Personius. I'll help you save money every month, and I'll get you a great low rate while getting the bank to pay your loan costs. What? A great rate and the bank pays your loan costs? Call 949-293-6271. 949-293-6271. Get more money in your pocket every month. 949-293-6271. NMLS number 1610807, DRE number 02026055. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Wow. Um, interesting choice of music. We have a surprise guest for you tonight. Joining me to discuss why we're playing this particular song for bumper music is none other than Bernie Sanders. Hi, Bernie. Oh, Welcome Andrea. back to The Andrea K Show. It's good to be back on your show. Uh, I almost, I, I became verklempt when you started playing the anthem. I, I swear, I, my knees started to shake and I had that little feeling going up my leg. <laughs> I got a little nervous myself because right now, you know, I got to thinking, well, what, what is, what is Mueller and his investigation going to think about me playing this music? Um, so, you know, maybe since you're on that, they'll give me a pass for paying homage to Russia, why, why did you get the get a thrill up your leg at the sound of this music, Bernie? Well, I got a thrill up my leg because it brought me back in time thirty uh, almost uh, thirty one years ago. It was June thirteenth, nineteen eighty eight, and from Burlington, Vermont, I made a trip to the Soviet Union, and the video is online, and I'm half naked. I'm not <laughs> making this up, and I will say this. I should have worked out, and I didn't. I mean, the flab is showing everywhere. My pectoral muscles were not glistening, and I had a lot more hair. That's the one thing I'm going to say. But uh, it was a very uh, scary time because I obviously was inebriated, mm-hmm. and I was drinking heavily Stolichnia, yes. borscht, and potato soup. And let me tell you, it can make you lose your inhibitions. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> was, what, now, was it the was it the Stoli that made you lose your inhibitions or the borscht? I believe it was the Stoli, but it was the combination of uh, Boris and Tatiana, and uh, they were my hosts. 
and hostesses, mm -hmm. and we were mostly naked and, and schwitzing, if I could use a German <laughs> word. Uh, I was sweating at one point. The air conditioning broke. Uh, it is the former Soviet Union, after all. Yes. So uh, nothing was working properly, and the bread lines were pretty long. It was like an American Idol audition. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Bernie, let me ask you this, though, before I have to let you go. Okay, yes. certainly you being being a man of such great intellect in, in spite of you. your your intellect isn't flabby even though your pectoral muscles might be. What are your thoughts on what's happening down in Venezuela and the, up, uh, the uprising? Well, I have to say this. Uh, obviously, socialism did not work in Venezuela and that is painfully obvious even to a socialist like myself. So uh, I believe that... Um, the, the new administration should be recognized, and we have to do that. And uh, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And I miss the days of the Soviets. Yes. June 13th, 1988, mm -hmm. it was a very good day for me, oh. uh, despite the fact that I looked terrible on camera. <laughs> but well, uh, you know, it at was least the lack of HD. Yes, at least, you, at least you have such fond memories, Bernie. And uh, we thank you for being here tonight and sharing this story with us and sharing this memory thank in this you. walk down memory lane. It, it was my pleasure, and anytime I have more hot tub stories, I will definitely indulge and share. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bernie Sanders. All right, that, of course, was my, my dear friend, uh, Phil Hirsch, who's also um, uh, my beloved uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. But we will have to have Benjamin back fairly soon as well. Um, it is now time to shift gears, though, though, into it is our Friday fun day, time to do a movie review. Yes, actually, on today's Cinema Sticks, it's not a movie review, TV review. This was actually a TV show from last Friday. The show that I watched is a very special TV program called The Raid on Roger Stone's Residence. Now, I really believe director Mueller should win an Emmy for his exclusively staged CNN filming of the dramatic pre-dawn raid on Roger Stone's suburban residence. After almost two years of trying to find evidence of Trump's Russian collusion, and an unlimited budget of taxpayer dollars only rivaled by a Super Bowl halftime program, <laughs> Mueller was able to recreate the danger and drama reminiscent of the raid on Osama bin Laden and pays homage to the movie El Chapo. The raid was carried out by a small army of FBI agents in SWAT gear and enough vehicles to film the next Fast and Furious movie. Now, CNN should also win an award for their supporting role for both providing the script and the sound for the program. You also have to give props to CNN for their skillfully edited script because all references to the fact that Mr. Stone fully cooperated by voluntary submitting to days of interviews and unlike Hillary Clinton or the DNC, he turned over all computers without deleting emails and all cell phones without removing the SIM card and provided Mueller with a truckload of personal documents and records. They also edited out that Mr. Stone would have shown up to court with just a phone call, but if he would have done so, the public would have never seen CNN's dramatic footage of the raid. Now, the only reason why this TV program didn't get a 5 out of 5 carrot sticks is that the costumes were a little lackluster. The costume director should have had Mr. Stone wearing a leather mask on his face like the movie Silence of the Lamb or a black hood over his head like a terrorist so that the TV audience would not have seen Mr. Stone as a white-haired senior citizen. More importantly, Big Bad Bob should have cast himself as the leader of the raid as the modern-day Elliot Ness, armed with a Tommy gun. Now, CNN's hard-left audience and the lunatic-left politicians gave this production a two-thumbs-up 
while they're fantasizing that this filming was a prelude to the arrest of our president, Donald J. Trump, who is the real hero in this ongoing modern-day Greek tragedy. Now, I assume that in the filming of this raid, they used electric vehicles. Because otherwise, Andrea, the vast number of vehicles would have emitted so much carbon, it would have shortened Earth's lifespan to less than 12 years. The raid on Roger Stone's residence gets a 4 out of 5 carrot sticks for this week's Cinema Sticks. Wow. Um, you know, I, I got to give the review itself two thumbs up because that was a really phenomenally written uh, great review. And it sounds like if you're really interested in propaganda films and propaganda TV shows, that was it. Very well done, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you. I love I love the snarkiness of it. Um, in, in on a serious tip, though, you hit it out of the park in terms of the what was really a show, a theatrical piece of propaganda. And you're right. What what really stuck out at me. In all seriousness, was this was supposed to be the preview. This was supposed to be us looking down the road and seeing President Trump and Melania dragged out of their house at 6 o'clock in the morning. So, uh, well done. Thanks for making me laugh over that. You are, you're a runner-up to my Hero of the Week. And that leads me to this week's Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Um, for Stink of the Week, somebody said to me, please do not make Governor Northam your Stink of the Week. I got to. I got to because he's a twofer, man. This is the guy that argued... For killing babies after they've been born. And then on top of it, if that wasn't gross enough, as somebody said, he later then said, could, could anybody be any wor- worse than that? Or get any worse than that for this week for somebody? And then somebody tweeted out, hey, Northam says, hold my beer. I'm not sure if I explained that well. He is my stink of the week. For hero of the week, this is where I'm getting choked up. Today is the 17th anniversary of the beheading of Daniel Pearl. And his final words were this, my name is Daniel Pearl. I'm a Jewish American from Encino, California. My father's Jewish. My mother's Jewish. I'm Jewish. My family follows Judaism. We've made numerous family visits to Israel. It gives me goosebumps to think of the courage that he had in his final moments and why he was really saying those words. God bless Daniel Pearl for his courage. What a hero he is. And it's a shame this country has elected two anti-Semitic congresswomen. Anyway, great night, everybody. Love you all. Be back Monday. KCBQ, San Diego, K241CT, Oceanside. FM 96.1, North County, and AM 1170, San Diego. The answer.